Hey everyone, welcome to the Business Alabama podcast from Business Alabama Magazine. I'm Alec Harvey, Executive Editor of Business Alabama Magazine, and my guest today is Mark Pettis, President of Highlands College, the faith-based college in Birmingham that will once again host its Impact Leadership Conference in December. On this episode, Mark talks about his background, including playing football at UAB, uh, the conference that's coming up, and the tremendous growth Highlands College has seen over the past few years. Please join me as I talk to Mark Pettis on the Business Alabama podcast. Well, Mark, thank you for joining me on the podcast today. I'm so honored to be on with you, Alec. Been looking forward to this and excited to chat. Oh, well, good. I'm looking forward to it, too. Can we start with your story? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was actually born and raised uh, near Mount Chiha, if you're familiar with that state park. Uh, in a small town called Lineville, Alabama, and I uh, graduated to a school, very small uh, high school, but loved, loved growing up in, in that area and then moved to Birmingham for UAB. So I actually attended UAB in 99 is, was my freshman year. Played football there with uh, Watson Brown uh, right, right after we went Division One, and had a lot of fun. I was a long snapper there. And it was really great because for a lot of reasons, met my, met my future wife in school, of course, enjoyed uh, – playing football, and then also the degree I earned. But um, along the way, found Church of the Highlands, which had just launched. And so that's how I got connected with Pastor Chris and what was happening here really early on. And in that journey, um, became came on staff and joined in 2006 as the youth pastor at Church of the Highlands. And then, um, and we can go further in this if you'd like to, but in 2011, along with Pastor Chris, was on a, was on a trip where we began a conversation that ultimately led to Highlands College. Well, tell me about that. Tell me about Highlands College and its relationship to Church of the Highlands and what Highlands College does. I know we could have a whole podcast about that, but if you can kind of, of sum it up, that would be great. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, uh, my pastor, Chris Hodges, since day one of planting Church of the Highlands here in Birmingham, which was in 2000, February of 2001, he, he started the church all, along with a passion to always develop leaders, especially young leaders. And so really at the beginning of the church, we had uh, an internship to do that. There's been different versions of that along the way. But in 2011, as I mentioned, that was kind of the moment where the church was established and uh, was still growing, but was established and has continued to grow, which has been exciting. Um, but we had definitely had capacity to really then for the first time uh, do something big around leadership development. It had, it had always been the passion, but you know, how do we really go to the next level? And that is where the vision for Highlands College came. And if you're okay, I'll kind of go into maybe a little bit of what makes it different than a typical Oh, sure. College. Please, please do. Yeah, because that's part of, part of the vision was that it wasn't going to be just another Bible college. We're, we're grateful for the Bible colleges that are out there, and we need all of them. But our you know, kind of our mission was a little different. And there's a verse in, in the book of Luke, Luke 10.2, where Jesus is reflecting on the condition of the world. And he, he uses a metaphor of the harvest, but he says the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Um, so those in, in Christian faith kind of look to that verse as as really a prayer request of Jesus is him saying, listen, there's always people who who will be out there to receive the message. But what it takes is messengers. And so our specific mission at Highlands College is to train young women and men who are called to vocational ministry to, to be those messengers, to be those leaders that take out, uh, in our case, the gospel. And so we wanted to build a college to train and and to ultimately place and you know find next steps for those graduates that have that calling. And so we have built the college, not in a typical Bible college format, but really more like a military academy. So Highlands College looks more like a West Point or an Air Force 
where our students are here not just to learn in the classroom, but they're also getting practical training. Literally, they'll graduate with a with their bachelor's degree with over 800 hours of real world experience, having already done what they're learning, um, which is a very important part of what, of what we do here. And you've seen enormous growth, particularly in the last couple of years, last few years, right? Can yeah, yeah, which is it's so, the residence halls. Yeah, and I know you've been here on campus, and we, we loved hosting you that day. And even since then, we got to have you back because we we definitely have added um, some new things. You know, really, it's exciting. Just like in any venture, anyone who might be listening who's ever started a business or been a part of something at the in the early days, you just you you believe it's the right thing, but you don't know till the market responds. And so we are excited that the market has responded. There is a true need and an excitement, um, and I think this will be encouraging for anyone because our our. You know, our, our students are obviously young gen, Generation Z students who are, uh, there are a lot of students in America excited about taking a next step towards ministry or towards leadership. We've been so grateful to see even our largest incoming class this, this fall of those students coming from over 37 states to train and to learn here and to grow. And so, yeah, those, that growth has demanded infrastructure. Um, so the, the facility you saw was our original renovation of the old Health South property, which was a $50 million renovation. Um, primarily for our classroom space and laboratory space to train. And since then, we have opened up our first residence hall, which was made possible by a generous gift, a $20 million gift from the Hobby Lobby family, the, uh, the Greens. And then we've also, along the way, built a, a student center, which is an athletic complex for our students. Uh, we've added a lot of different food service opportunities uh, on campus. And so we're doing all the things every college has to do, and that is support the students that come. And just like in the last couple of weeks, you announced you're expanding further, right? Yeah, correct. We just we finished just finished uh, closing on a property. It's actually it actually touches our our 70 acres here on Highway 280. And, and if anyone uh, hasn't passed our sign, we are next to Grandview Hospital um, on on Highway 280 uh, near the summit, right off 459 in the old Health South property. And yeah, the, this there's a, a was a an extended stay hotel that actually touches our property. So it's an additional four acres we were able to to add, but also that, that hotel will be renovated into our second residence hall because we need it. We actually have students right now that are living off campus in apartments because we have more students than we can currently sleep on campus. So we're excited. We're really excited about that. And again, we could talk about that all day, I think, but, but we're really here to talk about the impact leadership conference, which is one of your big initiatives there. Can you tell me how I got started, what it is? Yeah, yeah, would love to. And thank you for the opportunity to talk about it, because I think this is something that everyone who's listening today could benefit from. Our, that's our vision for this event, is that it would add value to every leader uh, in any sphere of influence. Um, but about nine or t- actually 10 years ago now, Pastor Chris, my pastor, Chris Hodges, along with Dr. John Maxwell, who's just a prolific author and leadership expert, who's glo- glo- globally known for his impact in leadership. They were playing golf, just like many great ideas. This one happened on the golf course. And Dr. Maxwell is uh, one of his kind of famous questions is he asked people who, who he's in relationship with, you know, how can I serve you? And he asked that question to Pastor Chris and Pastor Chris's answer was, uh, you know, help us build this college. That was 10 years ago. So early on in the journey. And so that that was the genesis of what became an event originally called the John Maxwell Live event here in Birmingham, where John came and he literally for free gave a day of his leadership that we used to fill up a room, um, which was great for several reasons. And we can talk more about these, but one, we're passionate, not just for our students here at Highlands College, but for any leader, we want to add value to leaders. We believe leaders are what, what is obviously what is needed to solve problems in the world. And so it was fun to bring leaders on campus 
to learn and grow with Dr. Maxwell, but then also gave us a chance to, to share the message of Highlands College. And, you know, many people in Birmingham are still finding out about us and that, um, but along the way, this event has been really the, the, the ambassador for the college to our local community saying, Hey, we're here uh, and we're new on the scene, but we're, we're excited about leadership. So that was 10 years ago and it's continued to grow um, each and every year. And so what about this year? What can people expect from this year's event? It's super exciting. I, I mentioned John, John Maxwell Live. It has transitioned along the way to the Impact Leadership Conference. Throughout the, those, the last nine years, we've had amazing speakers. Alan Mulally, who led Ford and Boeing. We've had Jamie Kern-Lima, um, who's, who's um, made a massive impact in the cosmetic industry. We've had one of my favorites, Patrick Lencioni, just a phenomenal leadership expert, has been a part of that. Simon Sinek uh, was here a few, few years ago. But this year, we're really, really excited to have um, our biggest lineup ever at, at the conference. So we'll have Dr. John Maxwell back with us. We're going to have uh, an amazing time with Doris Kearns Goodwin, who is a Pulitzer Prize winning author, historian. I'm a big history guy. And so I, this this may be the most excited I've ever been for us. So you can't do much better than her when it comes to history. Oh, she's the best. And she knows Dr. Maxwell very well. And, um, and so they're going to have a, a great time. She's going to speak and also do an interview with him, which is going to be great. And um, Pastor Chris will be one of our speakers, and he always adds a ton of value. And then we also have Dan Cathy, um, of course, everyone knows, is the chairman of Chick-fil-A. So we're excited. We've typically done a morning-only conference. This year, because of that lineup, we're going to extend it throughout the day. So it'll be uh, all the way up until about 2 o'clock, from 9 a.m. to 2 o'clock that day, and have just a power-packed lineup, both with them speaking, but also some great times of Q&A, which ends up honestly being some of the best parts of the conference is when our audience is able to ask those questions. And this is all virtual? Correct. It is. It is. We have a small studio audience that we have here on campus at Highlands College, but it's a virtual conference. And the registration already op- has already opened up at impactleader.com. So we're excited that we're already able to start building out. I think last I saw, there were already hundreds of people who had registered. And I'm, I'm sorry, you said a small in-studio audience. Are the speakers coming to Birmingham to do this? And it they are. They are. From here? Correct. They are. We feel like that's the best way to do it. You get the best out of the speakers. And that's the, that studio audience is just our uh, some community partners of the college, and then our students get a chance to participate in that. And attendees can register now, right? It's, it's not even, the events in December, December sixth, but they can register again at impactleader.com. and it's completely free. And I think you said I I want to make sure I reiterate it's a it's a free event. This is our chance as a college to host something we're able to then add value to others with. Well, you just answered a little bit about my next question. Since it is free, what's in it for Highlands College? What 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 do you get from hosting this event? Yeah, we lo- again, we just love we love leadership. You know, we're leaders. We just we're leadership junkies. I know you are as well. I think we just all uh, love the fact that we're able to host this event. We were able to grow ourselves. Uh, we feel really good that we're able to bring something like this to our audience and 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 add value to their to their leadership not just in the church leadership in every sphere of influence whether you're in business or education or the medical field or you're you're leading in your home whatever that might be we love the fact that we're able to bring leadership content that can help a leader take their next step to grow and to walk away hopefully from that day with more clarity of of where you know where they're going and what they're called to do and then again what it's always done we're excited every single year that this this event does help people discover, maybe even for the first time, Highlands College. And so during the day, we share through commercial format and through inter- some interviews with our students, we share a lot of vision about Highlands College. And our hope is that the audience will walk away and will kind of, in a, in a small way, be a brand ambassador. They'll, they'll be able to tell others about the college and, um, and its 
it's worked every single year. We, we continually see our influence grow and our ability to, to accomplish our mission grow from this conference. So it's a win-win. And just to emphasize this, you're looking for a wide range of attendees here. This is not just a religious conference. It's not just a leadership conference. I mean, it, I guess it is just a leadership conference, but it covers a lot of areas, correct? Yeah, and these are, these are all people of faith, but the content itself is definitely for every leader. Um, and again, in any area of leadership, they might be in any, any walk of life. And I think every year we've had, last few years, especially we've had over 10,000 people join us that day from almost every state and then even from about 30 different countries. So definitely a wide range of people. And it's, uh, it's exciting for us to, to, to see those metrics and to know that the message is getting out. Um, Mark, you mentioned a few of the speakers that you all have hosted in the past. Do you, do you have some favorite moments from past conferences? Does, does something stick out in your mind? Yes. Uh, Simon Sinek was probably one of my favorite moments. Uh, I personally um, uh, love him. I actually listened to his podcast, A Bit of Optimism. I've read his, his books. And um, yeah, he was, he was really, really good. I love one of the things I loved about him is, is he actually, you know, we brought him in as some of the talent, but he kind of turned into the host. And so he, he loves learning. And so he, he even go, I went back a, a, a couple months ago and watched this session. It was actually a masterclass on how uh, to not just be there to deliver content, which he did so well, but then he got his questions answered. So he kind of, he kind of took, took the mic and uh, with Dr. Maxwell and, and with pastor Chris um, kind of just really dug in. It was a, a lot of fun and he really, he's very easy to relate to. I would say this though, Patrick Lencioni as well. I mean, if there's one leadership expert, I, continuously continually look to it is him his books are so easy to understand the way he formats them with the narrative and so um he was phenomenal i mean that day was just uh so so powerful but every year there's something great and uh we always walk away having a lot of fun and learning a lot can you tell me what's next for for the conference and for the college i know you're right in the middle of the the latest expansion but but what do you see happening in the next three to five years for each other? Yeah, thank, hey, thank you so much for asking that question. So for the conference itself, we actually started this past year. We host the conference every December. Um, but this past year, we started hosting a quarterly event called the Impact Speaker Series, uh, which the information for that is also on impactleader.com. And that's, a, that's an event we host here on campus, you know, every, every quarter where we bring in um, leadership speakers throughout the year. And we've had an incredible start. We've had several hundred people join that. And that's an in-person event um, each time we've held it, held that event. And so we're excited that this year's conference will kind of be another chance for us to share that and then to continue to build those events throughout the year, which, again, add value to leaders and get us give us a chance to share the message um, of the college. So that's very, very exciting. And then as far as the college itself, we're on a trajectory and a strategic plan to grow to a thousand residential students in the next four years. And so we are very focused on that. And we, we don't have vision to be an online institution because of the, the, the high priority we put on hands-on training. And so we are looking uh, for the thousand best students who are, who are called and who have already demonstrated competency towards their, their calling and leadership um, to come here in, in Birmingham and to, to, to learn and grow. Uh, we just achieved our initial accreditation uh, less than a year ago. So now all of our degrees, our bachelor's degrees, and we're excited to continue to build those out. In fact, our next degree will be a business leadership degree we're working on right now. Interesting fact, Alec, is now in, the, in America now, over 20% of freshman students choose a business degree when they enter in college. So by far the largest single degree. So we want to we um, definitely serve that market. And so we're, we're, growing, we're growing our facilities. We've talked about that. We're growing our enrollment. 
and we're definitely growing our our portfolio of degrees and offerings here. Um, as any young institution, it's one at a time, but we're excited about each of those. Mark, I, I like to ask some questions that we call business casual, that, that some of these questions will take you out of your business frame of mind. Some of them may put you right back into it. I don't know. <laughs> Do you listen to podcasts? What are you listening to these days? Oh, absolutely. I'm a huge podcast guy. and I, I, I There's a lot. My favorite all-time podcast is How I Built This. And um, I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but I just oh, love, I love that podcast. I love kind of getting behind the curtain of these uh, great companies that we know of and some that we don't know of and just hearing the stories behind those. I already mentioned the, a bit of optimism is another great one. Um, as, as a Christian leader, um, there's a couple of podcasts that I listen to consistently. One would be my pastor's podcast, the Grow Leader podcast, uh, which is great. And then also a pastor named Craig Groeschel out of Oklahoma City, um, his podcast um, are, they're, they're very helpful. They're great leadership. And they also speak directly to um, my role um, in, in Christian leadership. So those are some of my favorites. How about yourself? Are you are you a podcast guy? Yes, and pretty much across the board. And I ought to quit, a, quit asking this question because every time I hang up with somebody, I'm writing down other titles of podcasts I need to check out. But uh, I, I love how I built this and uh, some of the the pioneers. I consider that one one of the pioneers of, of, yeah. of podcasting. You know, I probably lean more to the pop culture side, the the movie, TV, podcast, yeah. things that give me advice on what to watch and listen to next. Oh, that's that's really really great. Yeah, and I, I um, yeah, I, I enjoy the leadership stuff. I enjoy some of the pop culture stuff, and I also enjoy I don't know about you, but some history podcasts as well. I, I'm a big history guy, so there's a lot of great ones actually that have just come out recently around uh, around history, and um, one's called a short history of. If if you're a history nut out there. It gives a, about usually about a 45 minute podcast and it, and it takes a really big topic and gives you a lot of just interesting fact, a lot of the interesting facts around uh, like the last week was on the Boston Tea Party. And I just had so much fun <laughs> listening to that. So, What about movies? Do you go to movies? What's the last movie you saw? Either on you know, the like screen lot, or a small screen? Yeah, probably like a lot of people. I don't go. I don't get to go to a lot of movies anymore, but definitely um, via home, you know, home video and Apple TV, able to stream movies a lot. I have four young kids, so we stay pretty busy with sports right now. I love movies in this season. I don't get to a lot of them, though. Uh, I, I think all of our movie going habits have changed over the past few years for sure. Yeah, especially, you know, especially post COVID, it definitely has changed uh, a lot. And, and um, I think just same thing with sports It's like, I think about sometimes going to Tuscaloosa or Auburn, I'm like, man, I, but I can watch it on my TV at home, you know? So, <laughs> so. well, speaking of sports, you gave me a great segue there. I assume you're still a UAB fan. Can you tell me, do you, do you follow UAB? Have you been to the new stadium? Absolutely. And absolutely. Yeah. And they were, they're very gracious. Coach Clark, when the stadium opened, invited all the, all the old, all of us old guys, you know, now we're, now we're all, especially the guys I play with are, you know, we're, we're all in our forties, but we got a got a chance to come back and, and be on the stadium actually on the field at halftime and even bring our kids with us, which was really special. I don't get there often enough. Again, kind of a busy season of life for me with, with the home life and, and work. Um, but I definitely follow love coach Dilfer, love the future of UAB. I think he's a, a great fit for our city and uh, like, we're, we're, we're building right now and this season, especially, and there's definitely been some ups and downs, but I, I'm, I feel like the future of UAB is, is, is bright. You know, I'm a Christian leader and I just tell everybody, you know, UAB is the godliest football team in, in America. People are confused by that. I say it's because we were alive, we died, we were resurrected and now we're living again. So, so we're, we're like, we're a team like Jesus. <laughs> uh, so I hesitate to ask this last question because we've been talking about a conference that has hosted some of the best thinkers and advice givers out there, but 
Can you talk about one or two of the best pieces of advice you've been given over the years, whether it's from the conference or, or elsewhere? To me, and this, my, my grandfather, um, my love for history is really two, twofold. One, my dad, and then my grandfather was, uh, was a part of the greatest generation, and he fought in World War II in Korea and Vietnam and was an officer. And his kind of life mantra was, don't quit. And I know that sounds very simple, but he just talked about how you know, everybody wants to quit. Everybody wants to do, most people want to do something great. And when we're pursuing something great, everybody wants to quit. But he talked a lot to me at a young age and through some great examples of hard work, talked, talked about just the value of sticking in and allowing yourself to go through the hardship and come out on the other side stronger. My dad would have taught me the same thing. And I feel like sports taught me the same thing. The way I've kind of collected that through some languages, kind of my life mantra is if we don't quit, we win. And it's the value of a leader of sticking in. And over time, what happens is, you know, you can feel like in moments of failure, you know, I, I should quit. And in moments of success, you can feel like this is as good as it's going to get. But the longer you stay in and just keep working, you get that compounding result. And, you know, I feel like the only way you're able to ultimately do something great is to be around long enough to see it happen. <laughs> and so I would say that's probably my some, something I'm trying to teach my kids as well is just the value of that hard work, sticking in, pushing through failure. Um, never quitting. Pastor Chris has, has shaped me in many, many ways. Um, along with that was wisdom I just mentioned. He he reiterates that as well. And then his one of his biggest teachings that's really impacted me is just we never do anything under pressure. We stick by principle. And I think that's a huge, huge statement in a, in the crazy world we live in today, where things are moving so fast, is to never let pressure push us, but to dig in on principle and let the principles guide us and um, not get blown around, but be firm, firmly planted in what we believe. Well, Mark, I can't thank you enough for joining me on the podcast today. This has been great. Yeah, well, I've, I've truly, truly enjoyed it. Great, great to be with you. And, uh, and again, hey, you're welcome to, to you know, on campus at Highlands College anytime. Thank you. My thanks to Mark Pettis, president of Highlands College, and to you, the listener, for joining me today on the Business Alabama podcast. Until next time, this is Alec Harvey. Find more from Business Alabama in our monthly magazine and online at businessalabama.com.